Welcome to SAP Mobile Matters, the podcast that explores how mobile technology is changing the way we work. This episode is featuring Great Lakes Cheese as part of our theme Customer in the Spotlight, in which you can learn how businesses are using mobile tech to transform their work and deliver value to their employees. My name is Karina Rosenau. I'm Customer Engagement Lead for Mobile Experience and Engineering at SAP, and I'm thrilled to have with us today Brian Shellhorn, HR Information Systems Manager at Great Lakes Cheese, and Jason Ross, Principal Product Manager at SAP SuccessFactors. Join us as we uncover how Great Lakes Cheese grew from a neighborhood cheese delivery business in 1958 to more than 4,000 employee owners supplying over 25% of all packaged cheese consumed in the US. Learn how Great Lakes Cheese harnesses the power of enterprise mobility to support this rapid growth. So grab a coffee, sit back and tune in for an entertaining conversation on the mobile journey of Great Lakes Cheese with Brian Shellhorn and Jason Ross. Before we look into the exciting story of Great Lakes Cheese, I would like to welcome Jason Ross from SAP SuccessFactors to our podcast episode. Hi, Jason. Please introduce yourself to our audience. Hi, Karina. Thanks a lot for having me today. Yeah, I'm a principal product manager at SAP SuccessFactors. I work on our experience team. That's the team that works directly with our engineers to bring features to life in our iOS and Android apps. And then I also have a special focus on adoption of our app across all of our customers. Oh, thank you so much for the introduction. And actually, not only on our SAP Mobile Day in Chicago, I learned um, that you're working together with uh, Great Lakes Cheese with Brian Shellhorn, um, who we have with us today as, a, as our guest today. So, Brian, uh, welcome to you as well. And please tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Hey, Karina. Thank you for having me on. It's uh, it's great to be here. Uh, my name is Brian Shellhorn. I am uh, HRIS manager for Great Lakes Cheese. I'm, I've been here going on six years, uh, but I've been in this space now for about 16 years in three different companies. Fell into a career with Plateau, which was purchased by SuccessFactors and ultimately SAP, and I've been working with the software ever since. Um, I've gone through implementations at, at three different companies of differing sizes, of uh, 17,000 people, 65,000 people, and now um, we are an ever-growing 4,500-person company that uh, is is really relying heavily on the SAP products to help us to uh, manage this growth as we move forward. So it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here and a very interesting introduction. Um, now we've uh, learned who's with us today, um, but we already mentioned, right, um, Brian, you're working uh, at Great Lakes Cheese. And of course, as always, I did a little research on uh, the company and uh, let me share that with the audience here. And then um, I would be happy to hear from you, Brian, whether um, there's anything to add or uh, to correct maybe. So Great Lakes Cheese was founded in 1958 by Swiss immigrant Hans Ebrecht um, when he began his neighborhood cheese delivering business. Great Lakes Cheese has expanded to a nine plant operation spanning six states and supplying nutritious cheese across the nation for over 65 years. Today, Great Lakes Cheese remains privately owned by the Ebrecht family and over 4,000 or as we learned 4,500 dedicated employee owners. So, um, as said, is there anything to add from your side or maybe to explain a little bit in more detail? 
um, a publicly traded companies to to a family owned company where the people really do come first from the very beginning. Um, one of my favorite stories that I tell is when I first got here, um, I was asked to to do an ROI on a project and uh, went and presented the information that I, I researched and said, you know, here is our, our best ROI moving forward. And our leadership team looked at me and said, that's great. We appreciate that. So what's best for our people? And I said, well, <laughs> I said, this is going to be the path that is actually going to be most beneficial for all of our employee owners. And they said, well, then that's the path that we need to take. I said, it will be more expensive. And they said, well, if it's the right way to go, that's the way we have to go. And uh, it was then that I realized that I was in a different spot then. And uh, it's been just a real joy to work here and see the family, the Epic family really put the employees first across the board. And because of that, we see success because those employees are willing to put in the extra effort to make sure that they are, are doing what's necessary for the company to succeed. It's a, a really great symbiotic relationship. That sounds very, very good, actually, um, to hear that uh, uh, Great Lakes Cheese is so focused on their employees and puts the people first. Um, I really like that um, anecdote from you also with the um, KPI or ROI. Um, so you mentioned you were asked to put an ROI together for what kind of project or what, what is it that you do at Great Lakes Cheese? So my... Um... I'm responsible for all things HRIS, for HR systems within Great Lakes Cheese. So my main focus is on the SuccessFactors products. We are a full suite customer. Um, so we have everything from recruiting and onboarding uh, through succession, uh, EC, payroll, learning, uh, where we have the, the full suite, as well as I uh, have responsibility for benefits, which we have through the the Solex partnership with Benefit Focus, um, as well as a few other cloud-based systems that HR uses. And so anything that um, kind of the shadow IT person that sits inside of HR, and that's uh, where my focus is. Oh, that sounds like uh, a great place to be then if uh, people are front and center in the company to be um, taking care of the HR systems then. <laughs> um, so now maybe moving a little bit on to um, more the typical questions we have here in the uh, Mobile Matters podcast. So of course, um, our our focus is always about mobile and mobile enthusiasm. So the first question from my side would be, why is mobile important to you? So I, I think I'll answer that in two different ways. So uh, by nature, I'm a geek and mm -hmm. I've loved the idea of mobile since day one. I remember getting my first BlackBerry Storm back in the day. And I can vividly remember sitting there at a dinner with my extended family and showing them, check it out. I can see highlights from the basketball game on my phone. How incredible is this? And nobody believed it. And, you know, it was an old grainy image, but it was kind of the start of my obsession with mobile. And ever since then, I have been a strong mobile advocate. However, in the last few years, um, really since the implementation here at Great Lakes Cheese, when we went live in 2018 uh, with the success factors implementation, 
uh, it really was forced upon me. Uh, we started the, the, the progress on the implementation. And when we started the implementation, I, I was kind of going down a very traditional way of looking at what was the needs of specifically our operations associates. Our plant associates, our operations people, they are not allowed to have a phone on them while they're in the plants for sanitary reasons. Uh, we have um, obviously food product that we have to be very, very careful with. And we're very serious about making sure that the food safety guidelines are all followed and, and, and exceeded within our plants. And so for sanitary reasons and other reasons, our, our associates aren't allowed to have phones. So it wasn't something that was top of mind for me as we started our implementation. As we went through the process of implementation, though, uh, we made the decision that we needed to have some hands-on with all of our associates. And so we decided that we were going to bring people in um, from the plants to help us be uh, champions of our system within each plant. We trained those people up and said, okay, hey guys, we'd like you guys to help us really get this thing moving forward. We were making significant changes to how things were working here at Great Lakes Cheese, providing much more transparency than we had ever provided before. Um, but also asking for a little more um, participation from everybody. And so there was change management that had to be done. So we brought these people in. Um, and that first year, we had everybody go through their profile, make sure all their information was up to date. We helped them walk through their first open enrollment in Benefit Focus as well. But as kind of almost a toss in while we were going through all of that, we decided, hey, you know what? Let's get everybody signed into the mobile app. Mm -hmm. And so during that process, we had every single person sign into the Success Factors mobile app and the Benefit Focus uh, mobile app. Well, as we started moving forward, I was paying attention to traffic and noticed that almost three quarters of the traffic coming in from operations was on mobile. Wow. And that took me kind of aback and said, hey, wait a second. Like this wasn't even intention, but this is what's happening. So clearly people are accessing outside of work and this is the method by which they're accessing. Now, if you stop and think logically for two seconds, that's the way the rest of the world has gone, right? That I mean, where do people check their emails? Where do people communicate? Where do people shop? Um, you know, all of that is happening on mobile. And so it shouldn't be a surprise that people want to do that for um, their job as well. And so as they started, you know, finding this is how I can update my bank. This is where I get my paycheck. This is how I can request vacation. All of that started to become um, a very natural thing to do uh, on your phones. And so what initially was kind of a secondary thought or a secondary, uh, or not even a secondary, but just a toss in as we were going through our process really became the main focus of what we needed to do. And so we started to change the way we were looking at our implementation, uh, specifically with training um, and, and anything that we had to do with our operations people, which is the vast majority of our company. 
and making it mobile first, at least making sure that we're testing and validating that every process was working the way we wanted it to on mobile. Wow, that sounds uh, very powerful, actually, that you hear from your users or that you saw from them um, that they're using like three quarters of the traffic was on mobile. Um, actually already going into or maybe already the answer to what I wanted to ask for the magic mobile moment. I think it's even much more powerful that you share um, that there's such a big ask. And of course, it sounds very natural. Like you say, everybody knows it from their consumer life. We want to do things on our mobile devices. We're very used to it. Um, still, of course, um, not that often that we hear um, that we see such a uh, large usage number, especially on mobile devices. Um, so I think that's a big su success story that you already shared here um, with us. Um, and you also mentioned stuff like, for example, taking a, a vacation request or putting a rec vacation request on your mobile. Um, brings me to the next question. Um, you've already shared with me, like, what's your favorite mobile workplace? Do you want to share it with the audience as well? Yeah. So in the past couple of years, we purchased a camper, a travel trailer. And so my family and I are roller coaster enthusiasts. And so we travel all over the country and countries uh, riding roller coasters. We've ridden 193 roller coasters in the last two years, unique roller coasters. And so what having these mobile things in place has done is not only say, you know, I can take my laptop with me and work inside of, um, you know, my trailer without a problem. But I can also take that one step further. And I've had emergencies pop up while we are in the middle of an amusement park. And, um, you know, to be able to just, instead of having to drop everything, leave the amusement park mm -hmm. and uh, and kind of ruin the day for everyone, or at least for myself, um, that is now something that I can jump on my phone, take care of much uh, of what can come up, even as a high-level administrator, and continue to move forward with my day has really made things really nice. So now I'm somebody that's very big on work-life balance. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there is a, a danger, I think, to some extent with mobile that people, uh, I think, fear, which is now I'm constantly working, Right. I kind of see that the opposite way, though, as long as you can still control yourself and not be obsessed, um, it gives you the freedom to maybe have a little extra time with your family that, hey, you know what, I don't have to be glued to my computer screen. I don't have to be glued to the traditional way of doing things. Um, I can knock this out on on an app and continue to move forward. Um, and so, you know, I will say, too, that um while I'm a massive fan of the app and I do utilize the app quite often, I also take advantage of, you know, with the new user interfaces that SuccessFactors has put into place and the responsive design that's been put into place, um, there's really nothing at this point that you can't do on your phone one way or the other, whether it be through the app or whether it be through the responsive designs that are built into to the system itself when you go through a, a web browser. And so I think this has become a really powerful tool, not only for end users, but also for those of us that are administrators that, uh, you know, we're always on call, right? One way or the other, if something's not working, especially, 
come payroll and, and we run payroll weekly. So if something happens, we have to be able to react and react quickly. So uh, to be able to do that anywhere in the world uh, at, the, at the drop of a hat at a moment's notice and do it quickly and efficiently and then get back to life is a really, really exciting thing to me. Absolutely. Um, and I'm fully with you with that um, mobile, uh, yeah, so to say, risk that you work um, at times where you didn't use to work before. But I'm also on that. I see it also on that side that you can do things immediately and then they're off your mind. Of course, you don't want to do everything immediately. But there's these little things where you've read the mail already. Why not get rid of that topic or the notification or whatever? So, well, and if you're looking at it like from a payroll perspective, right, yeah, since that's a um, people people want paid and for some reason they get upset if they don't get paid. You know, I, I don't understand good. it, but <laughs> but no, that, that there are certain things that can't wait. Right. Um, so yeah. I do think it's still important to be able to identify things that can wait and the things that can't wait. And so as we get into this. Um, especially those of us that are administrators, I do think that there's a little bit of um, training that mm -hmm. needs to go with it to say, hey, you know what? Uh, we do need to be able to triage. We need to be able to say, this is important. This needs done right now. Let's take care of it. Um, and then we, but we want these tools to be there. In my mind, these mobile tools need to be there to help us to enhance your work-life balance, not to destroy it. Absolutely. Couldn't have said that any better. Um, now that we uh, speak here and you're working at a um, at Great Lakes Cheese, of course, I had to sneak in a little question about cheese. I asked you about your favorite mobile workplace. So what's your favorite cheese? So, oh, I, I'm, I'm a little biased, um, but there is we have um, our cheddar, our sharp cheddar that is called Adam's Reserve that uh, tends to win every year in New York and Wisconsin, which if you're winning in New York and Wisconsin for cheese, you're in good shape. Um, that is probably my favorite. Although uh, we do have uh, a cheese that is called Carolina Reaper. It's definitely up there as well. That is that is some good stuff. Um, very spicy, but very good. Those are my favorites probably. Wow, that sounds very nice. Now I want to eat some of that as well. <laughs> um, but before we uh, continue with the mobile journey of um, Great Lakes Cheese, um, Jason, I also wanted to ask you kind of similar questions. Uh, can you share a little bit with us why you are enthusiastic about mobile? Maybe also what's your magic mobile moment? Sure, can do, Karina. And, and Brian, I could listen to you tell your stories all day long. I, I will admit, I was hoping you were going to tell us you use the Success Factors app on a roller coaster, but um, maybe maybe something for the future. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of what Brian said just just really speaks to me, and I would you know plus one a lot of that stuff too. I think for me, mobile is important. Um, certainly in the personal context, I similar to Brian, I can remember some of those early days. I remember when the first person in our friend group got a mobile phone and all of us asking him, how important do you think you are that we need to get in touch with you at all points in time? And just how much the world has changed since then and what a what a critical part of our day-to-day -day life it is. I mean, for me as a parent of a couple girls who are now in the, in the high school age zone, um, a lot of it's about connecting with family and keeping track of them and, uh, and you know, helping them, being there for them when they need it. 
Um, some of the most magical moments for me are, I, I just can't imagine getting in my car without having Android Auto. When I get in, it's, it's it just seems to magically know where I want to go. And that pops up on the map. I just one tap to, it, it knows that typically at this time I'm heading over to, to maybe pick up one of the girls from a, from a practice. Um, so those things just feel really seamless and magical. I also think it's important in the business context as we are as a, as a means to democratize the experience. I mean, Brian talked a lot about the operations folks that make up a large portion of that 4,500 employees at Great Lakes Cheese. And we see this with a lot of our customers that they just have so many, what we would often refer to as frontline or deskless employees, folks that don't, in some cases, even have a corporate email address. They don't, certainly don't check email frequently. They're not going to um, you know, open a laptop and launch the Success Factors website. So being able to communicate with those folks and really give them the HR services, deliver those services to them is super important for us. And it's a real area of focus for us. And, and even those who are tied to a desk or spend a lot of time at a desk, being able to enable them to get their work done and, and kind of break that tether is super important. So those managers who might want to be out on the uh, in the plant, talking with their employees, logging conversations that they have um, that later down the road help them write performance reviews for that employee or just real-time approval of vacation requests and approval of timesheets, all of those things that just make life easier, work life easier for those folks. So those are some of the reasons that I'm super excited about mobile and really excited to have customers like Brian and Great Lakes Cheese who like really push the boundaries, those people who use pretty much everything that we do and give us great feedback about it uh, to just get better and better. Um, so it sounds like you're also really enthusiastic about mobile. And I think that also um, shows a little bit that uh, when people like the two of you come together to work on a project or to um, yeah, bring mobile further in the um, at our customer side, that, that this really has an impact, also that enthusiasm. So that's something we really um, try to bring out also in this podcast here, that we actually um, hear about the people, about their stories and, and what then comes out as a result. So transitioning over to the mobile journey of um, Great Lakes Cheese, Brian, you already shared quite a bit with us um, earlier on in the episode. And uh, you mentioned that you actually didn't really push for mobile from the beginning, but you really started realizing to um, how important mobile is when you saw the traffic that came in via mobile. Um, can you share with us a little bit about um, how how it actually came that you saw these numbers? Do you usually have sessions with end users? Do you hear feedback from them directly? Um, and what was it that was most surprising for you? So at the time, there was actually a tool within SuccessFactors that allowed you to jump in and see where that uh, data was coming from. Um, that, that tool's disappeared. I would love to have that back. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe we can uh, talk through that one uh, at some point, <laughs> but that uh, that was an extremely valuable tool for us. And as we started to see that and kind of put two and two together, we started to say, hey, you know, we, we can't ignore this. And, you know, that was one of our biggest, I think, revelations that came out of our initial implementation was is that you can go into any implementation or any project with an expectation 
But if you can't be agile enough to say, hey, you know what, this is going maybe a little differently than I expected um, and and quickly be able to adjust, that's uh, that, that's something that's a real missed opportunity in every project. And I do have uh, the, the blessing of working here at Great Lakes Cheese where uh, we have so little red tape to get, actually get things done uh, that we were able to make quick moves and quick changes to what we were focused on. And you can see that in some of the way that, um, you know, our messaging changed dramatically as we went through. We started relying heavily on table tents with QR codes built into the, the table tent and that had deep links directly to spaces within success factors. And whether that be uh, directly to the app or directly to the um, um, to the to the the browser, uh, either way, those were being extremely successful. And so we started utilizing um, you know direct access through their phones and getting people used to using QR codes uh, and accessing things through QR codes. And that became our main way of contacting these deskless workers. You know, Jason, you made mention of the fact that, you know, those, those deskless workers are always a challenge. And our people actually all do have emails. However, most of them don't utilize them. And so during the project, that was one thing that we did ask for and, and we received, but we're, we're not taking full advantage of that yet. And they don't have access to our our intranet. They don't have access to our SharePoint sites that we use. Um, and so there's a significant challenge with communication. And so by being able to use success factors as kind of a, an entry point of communication for all of those desk, deskless workers, it's become a really powerful tool. And by using mobile, we've been able to uh, allow them you know, in the break room, they're allowed to have their phones. And uh, for them to be able to come up, use the QR codes, get to a space and, and be able to take care of something immediately there, or at least know where to get to it then as a follow-up when they go home uh, has been a significant win in communication as well for us. And so because of the fact that this has become um, our main communication tool with that audience, uh, it's become something that we rely on extremely heavily. Mm. Yeah, that's very interesting. I think that's the first time I hear um, the, of that kind of uh, mechanism to target the people. But I've heard of that topic many times that there's a lot of workers in, in different um, industries as well that do not usually have access to a, to a mobile device or to a um, desktop and so on. So I think that's uh, super interesting that you found a great workaround here. Um it sounds like a very smooth journey, though. Was there any obstacles or any, um, yeah, uh, yeah, problems you faced when digitizing or mobilizing, and um, how did you overcome them, if there were any? Yeah, I mean, with any project, right? There's going to be challenges, and I think for us, we were going from such a archaic way of doing business uh, with zero transparency and. The, the way of doing business for our operations uh, folks was I go to my HR partner, I ask them to do something, I fill out a form, that person goes into the old on-premise systems, they get everything updated, 
And then they let me know later. And so there was a little bit of a challenge and just changing that mindset, right? Uh, you're now asking me to do it. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's easy to sit and plan and say, boy, this is great. We're actually providing transparency where there was no transparency and we're providing them, they're being empowered to be able to do all these things. All of that is true. And in the long run, we've seen the, all those benefits and especially during the COVID timeframe, right, where we ended up being scattered, um, especially a lot of us from the administrative side of things, we were asked not to come in. Uh, and yet we were still uh, able to do our jobs. But because of that, that transparency and that's an easy sell to your corporate people. But when it's somebody who's not used to doing anything um, themselves, there's a little bit of a change in culture and a change in mindset that has to happen. And so while that wasn't really systematic in nature, it was something that we had to overcome as far as that challenge was concerned. And and we did, I think, relatively shortly. And I think the biggest, I mentioned this earlier, the biggest um, reason that we were able to overcome that was because we brought in people from their peers mm -hmm. and asked them to come in and understand it. And so then instead of them coming to corporate people for solutions or, uh, you know, the old, hey, we're here from corporate, we're here to help. Um, <laughs> that's not always the best way to do things. And so to have their peers that were getting excited about the solution, to have peers that were empowered to have a little bit of ability to help uh, their own peers, that went a long way into changing that mindset in, in a more efficient and timely manner. So I think that was a, a big win for us, utilizing those champions within every plant. Uh, and it was well worth the time and effort that, that went into doing that. One thing that I hear, Brian, from that story is just this theme that adoption of mobile apps and the enterprise takes work. It's not one of those, if you build it, they will come situations. You talked about training, talked about hands-on tutorials, training the trainer, getting peers involved, QR codes. And I, I just think that's a really great lesson for us and for a lot of our other customers that that this, this adoption takes a, a conscientious effort and it takes work. So thank you for sharing those methods. Yeah. And Jason, you know, along those lines too, is you have to challenge your administrators to get in and utilize the mobile tools as well. So for those of us that sit in front of a computer all day long, uh, if you're not understanding or utilizing those apps at all, when you have somebody come to you and they say, hey, you know what, I'm not sure how to do X, Y, and Z. And then you're like, well, you know, let me see. Oh, you know what? I'm not logged in. Let me see if I can get logged into the app. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what? Hold on. That becomes like this just turn off really quickly. But if somebody comes to you and says, hey, you know what? I, I'm not real sure how to get my, my pay stub. Um, you say, oh, you know what? It's easy. Here, click this button. You click this button. And there it is. That becomes just a whole different experience. And that person now has a lot more confidence to be able to say, hey, yeah, I can do this. This is simple as opposed to, look, even the person that runs the system or even my HR manager doesn't know how to do this. Mm -hmm. uh, and so just that confidence of your administrators 
and those that you know people are going to be coming to to ask questions of, if they have confidence with how to use the system, um, all the better, right? We try from an administrative side, and I know you guys try to make everything very intuitive. And every year it gets better, right? The new UI makes things a thousand times better. The way the new pay slips are working a thousand times better. But there's always, you know, it doesn't make sense to this other person because they think in a different way or whatever the case might be. Um, and so to have confidence in how the app works is significant. Um, and I think that that's a big win and you can quickly get somebody hooked on utilizing it as opposed to if you are um, fumbling around and you're, you clearly don't use it yourself. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point, Brian. And by the way, before I forget it, I, I marked you down as a fan of um, much better mobile usage reporting that we are planning on our roadmap right now. So I'll keep you posted on that one. It's coming back. Good. That makes me happy. Hearing you speak about these uh, topics, is there anything you could share about how the collaboration um, worked between uh, Great Lakes Trees and SAP while um, you introduced uh, success factors? Yeah, so um, I have a long relationship, obviously, with SAP. So I've had the opportunity to, uh, I, I've got lots of connections that, that I kind of reach into when I absolutely need to. But the reality is, is with the SAP model now of utilizing partners, um, we jumped in and utilizing Capgemini, uh, and we have had an amazing relationship with them as we've walked through this process. And uh, we we had uh, we implemented in a way that I don't necessarily recommend, um, but we did within the first six months. Um, EC ECP so payroll, a benefit focus recruiting. Um, and onboarding. At the time, it was onboarding 1.0. We've since moved to, to 2.0, as well as we kind of did a soft launch with learning all at the same time. And where that really became a challenge for us was we were growing as well. So when I first got here, there was only essentially three people in corporate HR total uh, for the entire company. And uh, that included systems, that included payroll, that included communications, that included everything. Um, and so the challenge that we ended up with as you're trying to implement all of these things simultaneously is that those resources get stretched really thin, uh, those internal resources. And so our partner came in and we ended up having um, essentially a lead for every module that was here in the States. And then they had a team behind each one of them uh, offshore, um, which just made for an awesome setup because we were able to uh, work through things during the day. The offshore team was able to knock things out overnight. We could come back in and test in the morning uh, the things that were completed overnight. And um, what's been really amazing with this partnership is uh the consistency of the Capgemini team has been amazing. We have many of the same resources almost six years later that we had uh, with our implementation team with Capgemini. And so that consistency has just made such uh, an amazing relationship. We get things done extremely quickly when we have issues. Uh, we get those things knocked out extremely quickly. 
Um, and, you know, as we've moved into a more mature state, um, our relationship with our preferred, preferred success manager has also continued to, um, to, to become stronger and stronger. And so we have our biweekly meetings with our preferred success team. Um, so whenever we do have escalations internally, he's able to take care of those. Wayne's been awesome since day one. Um, and so it's, it's kind of, a you know, the, uh, three legs of the stool, right? So I've got my preferred success team with success factors, which is a really, um, essential resource for us. We have my team internally, and then we also have, uh, Cap Gemini and we asked all of them are absolutely necessary to accomplish what we can accomplish uh, with a with a very small team um, and stay very efficient in, in how we roll things out. Uh, we have been uh, growing like crazy. Uh, when I joined the company uh, six years ago, not quite six years ago, it was 1,500 people. We're at 4,500 people six years later. And, um, you know, we, we opened a new plant in Wisconsin within my first couple of years here. We opened a new plant last year in Texas. We're opening another new plant uh, this late this year, early next year in New York. And so we continue to grow. Um, and that plant in New York is five football fields long of cheese. So um, that just sounds like a place that I need to visit more often. But um, so we continue to see these mass growths. And even during COVID, we doubled the size of the plant here in Ohio. And that plant is now the largest cheese packaging plant in the world. Uh, and we have that sitting here in Ohio. We hired 500 people in the middle of a COVID uh, crisis. And so we are growing and having these tools in place and having the support from both success factors and Capgemini to uh, to allow us to to scale has been vital to our success. So I I, I truly appreciate both of those relationships and and we continue to foster those. Wow, I think those are really great closing words, Brian. And um, yeah, my uh, summary would be we have. Uh, enthusiasm for the for the topic both mobile but of course also in general uh, the people are front and center at Great Lakes Cheese um, then the collaboration between Capgemini SAP and Great Lakes Cheese and of course the um, persistency to push the topic forward and it sounds like a true success story I'm very inspired from what you shared with us my main takeaway is actually the um, people that uh, work as champions for the product I really find it, um, it's actually very simple, but also very effectful. So um, that's super cool. Um, and I think with that, I just uh, want to thank you both, Brian and Jason, for being here with me today on the SAP Mobile Matters podcast and wish you all the best for the future and hope to stay in touch and hear from your um, future success stories at some point as well. Thank you so much. Always great talking with you guys. Thank you for, for setting this up and having, having the conversation. Yeah, thanks a lot, Karina, and we'll talk soon, Brian.